Good evening. This is Jay Michaels. Mark Zuckerberg, the founder of Facebook, was suspected by Congress and others to sponsor fake news, uh, especially for political stories, which help create enormous advertising. But Zuckerberg, in his defense, had always insisted that he runs a technology company, not a media company. Facebook is not the final arbiter of truth. It should be an editor, uh, not a censor, uh, a guide, not a dictator. However, studies have found that 67% of Americans and over 44% of viewers and users got news from the site. That makes Facebook the most influential and powerful publisher in the world. This was said by Amy Bell, Columbia Journalism Review. And now, with the news from Tinseltown, is Donna White. Betty Davis was an Academy Award winner who made over 100 films with a career spanning 60 years. She is regarded as one of the greatest actresses in Hollywood history. And when she spoke, watch out. On the bad blood between herself and superstar John, Joan Crawford, she slept with every male star at MGM except Lassie. When Davis was asked why she was so good at playing bitches in many films, why am I so good at playing bitches? I think because I'm not a bitch. Maybe that's why Joan Crawford always played ladies. On if she ever had good times when she worked with the difficult Joan Crawford. The best time I ever had with Joan Crawford was when I pushed her down the stairs in Whatever Happened to Baby Jane. And how did she feel about the, the death of Joan Crawford? You should never say bad things about the dead. You should always say good. Joan Crawford is dead. Good. <laughs> Joan Crawford and Betty Davis were mistresses, if you will, of holding court. And that's great. But changing the world is twice as great. So here are some inspirational words from Zara Seidman. Susan B. Anthony, the strong progressive American on women's rights. Susan B. Anthony's actions and organizational work led to the passage of the 13th Amendment abolishing slavery and the 19th Amendment granting women the right to vote. She started campaigning for the abolition of slavery and the rights of women at the age of 16 and was the first woman to appear on a US coin when in 1979, a $1 coin was struck with her likeness. Susan B. Anthony shouted for all to be heard, organize, Agitate and educate must be our war cry. She also said, no man is good enough to govern any woman without her consent. Saint Mother Teresa, another world changing woman on the 20th century's greatest humanitarians on love, caring and joy. Saint Mother Teresa spent her entire life fighting for and helping the impoverished, lonely, sick and unfortunate people of all ages in Calcutta. She had this to say, on soul worlds about love and helping others. Do you think that love in order to be genuine has to be extraordinary? What we need is to love without being tired. We ourselves feel that what we are doing is just a drop in the ocean. But if that drop were not there, I think the ocean would be less by missing that drop. 
Lynn Henderson has some strong words to share as well. And she is living the dream. The Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., civil rights leader and Nobel Prize winner on his mission. Martin Luther King Jr.'s mission was for harmony, serenity, and freedom for all. And he led the fight against discrimination based on the belief that some races, by nature or the color of their skin, are superior to others. His words on peace. True peace is not merely the absence of tension. It is the presence of justice. On his response, when he was accused of disturbing the peace during the Montgomery bus boycott in 1956 in Alabama, returning hate for hate multiplies hate, adding deeper darkness to a night already devoid of stars. Darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. From King's 1947 sermon held in Montgomery, Alabama, on trying to forgive your enemies. Shallow understanding from people of goodwill is more frustrating than absolute misunderstanding from people of ill will. Lukewarm acceptance is much more bewildering than outright rejection. And Dr. King spoke these famous words from the steps of the Lincoln Memorial in Washington, D.C. on August 28, 1963. I have a dream that one day the state of Alabama, whose governor's lips are presently dripping with the words of interposition and nullification, will be transformed into a situation where little black boys and little black girls will be able to join hands with little white boys and little white girls and walk together as sisters and brothers. Thank you. Very inspiring. We are inspired by the movies also. We love the movies and think everything is perfect about them. But not everybody loves the movies, or rather, their movies. Right, Tara Vega? Robert Pattinson hated playing Edward Cullen in the Twilight film franchise. Perhaps his best quote, he is the most ridiculous person. The more I read the script, the more I hated this guy. Plus, he's a 108 year old virgin, so he's obviously got some issues there. Arnold Schwarzenegger hated playing the role of Calador in Red Sonja. Schwarzenegger starred in Red Sonja, a 1985 film revealing it is the worst film I have ever made. When my kids get out of line, they're sent to their rooms and forced to watch Red Sonja 10 times. I've never had too much trouble with them. Humphrey Bogart and when he, on when he was making Casablanca in 1942, the iconic actor and director Orson Welles asked him how it was going. Bogart complained, it is the worst film I've ever been in. I wonder what Bogey would have thought when the American Film Institute voted Casablanca number one on the list of top U.S. love stories and number 32 for their other list of most inspiring movies of all time. As the cancer got bad, Bogey had a rough time. 
He hung on for another 10 months, finally passing at age 57 with Bacall at his side. His attributed last words, I should have never switched from scotch to martinis. And now, Doug DeVita will discuss marriage. Cher, singer, actress, television personality, and diva on how to keep a husband. Husbands are like fires. They go out when they're left unattended. Oscar Wilde, world-famous Irish poet and playwright in the 1800s on how he felt about love and marriage. One should always be in love. That is the reason one should never marry. Rodney Dangerfield, known for his self-deprecating one-liners on his successful marriage. I tell you, my wife, we get along good because we have our own arrangement. I mean, one night a week, I go out with the boys, and one night a week, she goes out with the boys. Margaret Cho, critiquing social and political problems regarding race and sexuality on marriage and tattoos. I look at husbands the same way I look at tattoos. I want one, but I can't decide what I want. And I don't want to be stuck with one I'm just going to grow to hate and have to have surgically removed later. Jackie Mason, ranked number 63 on Comedy Central's 100 Greatest Stand-Up Comedians on, on Married Men in America. 80% of married men cheat in America. The rest cheat in Europe. Now, Tim Moss is a stand-up guy. Uh, Tim Moss then is qualified to talk about some very famous stand-ups. Phyllis Diller, the outrageous and eccentric stage and film persona on how to have a happy long marriage. Never go to bed mad. Stay up and fight. Ah! Phyllis Diller, the wild iconic comedian for decades, when she spoke on house cleaning, housework won't kill you, but then again, why take the chance? <laughs> Joan Rivers, as she became older, did she still love Valentine's Day? Oh, don't talk to me about Valentine's Day. At my age, an affair of the heart is a bypass. Wanda Sykes, actress and comedian, named by Entertainment Weekly as one of the 25 funniest people in America on what she thought about winning the lottery. I am gonna tell you right now, if somebody walked in here and told me I just won the lottery, I will walk out in the middle of this joke. Ellen DeGeneres, comedian, actress, writer, producer, and host of her hit TV talk show, on being a godmother. I'm a godmother. That's a great thing to be, a godmother. She calls me God for short, that's cute. Yeah, I taught her that. <laughs> Anybody remember laughing? Anybody remember the Hollywood Squares? Well, uh, we have Nanette Deasy and Sam Katz from the Improvisational Repertory Theater Ensemble. And they're going to give us our own laugh in. Ladies, take it away. Jonathan Winters on his job requiring so much air travel. If God had really intended man to fly, 
can make it easier to get to the airport. <laughs> Lenny Bruce, known for his freestyle and critical form of comedy on growing up. When you're eight years old, nothing is any of your business. <laughs> Amy Schumer, stand-up comedian and actress about being cautious on dating. I went home with this French guy because he said something adorable like, I have an apartment. <laughs> <laughs> and it's pretty, uh, not like mine. <laughs> Sorry about the mess behind us. Sorry. Sorry about the mess in front of you. That was still for just a minute. Uh, Dean Martin, one of the most popular and enduring entertainers of the mid 20th century, and nicknamed the King of Cool on drinking. <laughs> I was so drunk last night, I fell down and missed the floor. <laughs> well, David Brenner, stand-up comedian and the most frequent guest on The Tonight Show, starring Johnny Carson in the 70s and 80s on Family Ancestors. Misers aren't fun to live with, but they make wonderful ancestors! Yeah! <laughs> Speaking of The Tonight Show, Nanette, tell us all about Jay Leno. Oh, Jay Leno. You know, after doing stand-up for years, he was the Tonight Show host from 1992 to 2009. He had thoughts about worrying about the U.S. government. Uh, how many are, are worried about a, a, a government shutdown? How many are worried about it starting back up? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to talk about talk show. Bill Maher. Oh, uh, he's do. a comedian and he's the uh, host of the HBO series Real Time. Uh, he says this about religion. You know, most Christians, I <laughs> think of the Bible, um, they don't actually read it. They just kind of think of it like a software program. They just scroll to the end and click, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, you got something to tell us about Woody I know, Allen? I do, but uh, you know, he's a little controversial. <laughs> so Woody Allen, Woody Allen, director, writer, comedian, uh, actor, uh, and he, he had a career spanning 60 years, you know, six decades is a long time. And uh, he said this about being nobody. He said eternal nothingness is fine if you happen to be dressed for it. <laughs> well, well, George Carlin was called the Dean of Countercultural Comedians on the Meaning of Life. Just when I discovered the meaning of life, they changed it. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, take us home with Jerry Seinfeld. Well, Jerry Seinfeld, I, I, on, on trying to understand death, uh, he said, proof that we don't understand death is we give dead people a pillow. Good <laughs> <laughs> uh, point. And Henny Youngman, ladies and gentlemen, Henny Youngman, 
king of the one-liners on how he felt about marriage. Everyone, one, two, three. Take, Take my, my wife, wife, please. please. Uh. <laughs>